This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Armed Services Committee chairman from both houses think the White House is dragging its feet. A Navy plan to cut doctors and medical staff is getting re-examined. And the National Science Foundation wants to hand out $22 million to teams of problem solvers. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman Jack Reed says the committee will delay the markup of the 2022 Defense Authorization Act until July. Reed said the reason for the delay is because the White House has been so slow in releasing more details on next year's defense budget. The committee usually completes the markup by late spring or early summer. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith has also been critical of the Biden administration for dragging its feet on the budget. The Navy appears to be struggling to improve the quality of the privately owned housing on its bases. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. According to the latest survey of residents conducted by a private contractor, sailors' satisfaction rates for family housing slipped in the past year. Scores on both the quality of their housing and the service they got from private housing providers were down several points from the previous year. The Navy believes COVID-19 played a significant role in that decline, but although the Navy's satisfaction index slipped over the past year, its scores are still several points ahead of a similar survey of Army housing during the same time frame. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A Navy plan to cut military doctors and medical staff may get re-examined. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. Chief of Naval Operations Admiral Gilday says the Navy needs to take a hard look at the Pentagon's plan to cut 18,000 medical staff positions in the military. The proposal's been in the works for two years. The Defense Department says those billets would be better served, making the military more lethal. Gilday said the coronavirus pandemic showed some of the flaws in the Pentagon's plan. The Navy had to divert some of its medical staff to civilian operations and put elective surgeries on hold. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Postal Service saw a 9% drop in total mail volume last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Government Accountability Office says the agency saw a temporary spike in mail volume in September and October from mail-in ballots. GAO says a 32% increase in its package business led to an increase in its annual revenue, but did not offset the agency's higher expenses from the pandemic. GAO says a 32% increase in its package business led to an increase in its annual revenue but did not offset the agency's higher expenses from the pandemic. The Agriculture Department has deployed over 1,200 employees to date to help with COVID-19 vaccination efforts. 413 USDA employees are currently deployed and the Forest Service is coordinating the deployment of 439 interagency employees and contractors. USDA says its employees have administered over a million vaccines so far throughout the country. The Biden administration is formally opening up its COVID-19 emergency paid leave program for federal employees. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. Employees can request emergency paid leave to recover from COVID-19 or care for children or older family members at home. Full-time employees can ask for up to 15 weeks of paid leave. 
Agencies will grant the leave on a conditional basis and then request reimbursement from the Office of Personnel Management. The program expires September 30th, or whenever the $570 million emergency leave fund runs out of cash. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Veterans have a new central spot online to access information about their benefits. The Department of Veterans Affairs worked with the U.S. Digital Service to streamline and update VA.gov. Veterans previously had to go to multiple sites for information, including the e-benefits portal. Now they can access everything in one place and log into their benefits manager using two-factor authentication. VA says it will keep the old e-benefits portal live through next March to give veterans enough time to make the transition. The National Science Foundation has $22 million to give out under its Convergence Accelerator program to multidisciplinary teams seeking to solve problems in two major areas. The first is called the Networked Blue Economy, which focuses research on ocean innovation, exploration, and sustainable utilization. The second is around trust and authenticity in communication systems. Letters of intent to participate in the program are due May 5th. NSF plans to make up to 15 awards for each topic area under Phase 1, which includes $750,000. GSA's next great IT products contract gets the green light. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us more. The Second Generation Information Technology, or 2GIT, blanket purchase agreement is open for business. The General Services Administration won the remaining bid protest before the Court of Federal Claims in March and is moving forward with the government-wide contract. Under the five-year BPA with a ceiling of $5.5 billion, agencies can place task orders for an assortment of IT products ranging from laptops to desktops to software. GSA says one of the big benefits of 2GIT is how it addresses supply chain threats. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A bipartisan bill that requires federal contractors to disclose cyber threats is coming into focus. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. We need to focus on can we create a structure that would allow some limited mandatory reporting for government contractors and critical infrastructure. Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Mark Warner says the committee is working on bipartisan legislation that would do just that. He says the voluntary reporting structure under the 2015 Cybersecurity Information Sharing Act doesn't do enough in response to threats like the SolarWinds breach. Warner said the committee is working closely on the legislation with the intelligence community and Ann Newberger, the White House's Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emerging Technology. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus on our coronavirus resource page. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.